0: On the Beards talking sports, sports pod with Dad Bods. This is Jackknife, alongside the Zach Daniels, and ladies and gentlemen, making his live debut is Big Red Matt. How are you doing, Matt?
1: Hello. Uh, good, good. I just got back. I was uh, rushing back to get here on time. Um, brutal Red Bulls too. I mean, it was a good game tonight, but uh, another home loss, unfortunately, 1-0. But um, fired up, man. Fired up, ready to go and uh happy to be here thanks again for having me you got thanks it again I mean, me
0: who knows you could be one day announcing like when my brother it, who knows my brother could one day be playing with him he's a freaking soccer phenom we had to sneak him into a league of older kids when he was younger but anyway zach how are you doing
2: i'm pretty good i'm actually interested because matt's not been on matt you you announce games or do you just like I, I, keep I, or something what well, do you do on the side there i seen your i seen your instagram posts i'm like very intrigued I oh, so
1: i've been a scorekeeper with the usphl jersey hitmen for see this is my fifth year and counting um us Hitmen coming off of a Deneen cup and a memorial cup so regular season champs and postseason champs so clean sweep for them really really good year uh for our ncdc team uh we also have i work for the premier team the elite team so basically and and all scorekeeping there for Ice Vault. Also PA announcing wow. and my gig I just got back. Um Red Bulls two, the USL team. I'm a PA announcer for them. That's where I was rushing back from. MSU. Oh, that's uh, awesome. They play at MSU Soccer Park. Thanks. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it yeah, is Yeah, and, and
0: Big Red, just so you know, Zach, we're trying to get in we're trying to get him into hockey. He's still kind of learning the lingo as we go. Like he okay. doesn't know like all the levels of hockey yeah. yet, but All yeah. right. All right. We're getting him there. We're getting
2: him the there. The playoff games have been very interesting, I'll <laughs> give it that. I'll give it the playoff games. Every time I turn them on, there's there's something going on. None of them have been blah, blah except for your your musings uh help me win a bet. Uh cuz I yeah. had to pick between um who was it? The Golden Knights and the Wild? Was it the Wild?
0: Yeah, they played game Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I picked the Knights. I go. was like, this is gonna be. They can't get embarrassed, and and they got it. And I was so I was like, yo, I gotta, I'm gonna just keep listening to this throughout the playoffs. That's all I'm gonna do. You know, it's funny. I went. So my uncle, uh, my cousin hit me up for
1: recommendations. Montreal, Toronto. I got dead wrong. I wanted to pick Montreal, but it's like, you know what I mean. Statistically, it's so hard. Even though they had a three-one series lead, it was hard to pick against Toronto. And words of course,
0: can, words cannot describe how how much I can't wait to talk about the Leafs today, But I'm saving that for later in the show. But anyway.
2: Yeah, we want viral boys.
0: Yeah, a couple things before we get started. yes yeah, yeah. a couple episodes ago, we talked about, you know, fans who are like intermixed cities, like of different sports teams. One of them I forgot to mention was my good friend Jake Narachi. He likes the Rangers, Yankees, Knicks, Syracuse, and the fucking New England Patriots. Ugh. What? What?
2: Yeah, that's... Let's cut him
0: some slack. He's from Connecticut. So.
1: Kind of- but just because you're from a city with no sports identity doesn't mean you just go New York and then literally pick the offhand rivalry. That's... That's fascinating. That's a case study.
0: I mean, I forget the story behind it. He tech- he told me, but, like, I if I feel... I feel like if I go through my phone, I'm going to be scrolling for it. But anyway, Jake, <laughs> if you're listening to this, sorry, I can't go into the, the details. But... You know, anyway, I edited last night's episode, (laughs) not last night, the last episode, Mm. the night of Corey Kluber's No Hitter. And Mm. here's the thing, (laughs) I had no idea that was happening. I'm watching Bruins Capitals game three, I think it was, and I'm editing and keeping an eye on that. And Darley calls me, and it's like 10, 10, at night, and I'm nervous, like, why are you calling me this late? I pick up the phone. I'm like, hey, what's wrong? He's like, are you watching the Yankee game? No. Corey Kluber just threw a hitter. No. I throw it on. I'm like, holy shit. And obviously, oh I'm and I missed that. And, like, <laughs> I have it on for two minutes, and then I'm like – and then I remember Bruins Capitals. Oh, oh, I swear to God, I better not have missed an overtime goal. I hit the last button, and they're mobbing Craig Smith.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the four, a lot of bottom six heroes in that. Um, <laughs> Dude,
2: no oh, man. Dude, you know what's funny when we finished that episode? We 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 stopped recording. We were like, all right, man, see you later. And I turned around the TV right there, I just popped it out I was like, Oh yeah, Kluber's got a no no in like the eighth. Let's let's go. Let's let's see how this goes. And I don't even like the Yankees, but you know, you gotta root for no hitters.
0: We gotta we could have had a great reaction yeah. video, and then Dave Portnoy could have hired us. <laughs> Honestly, but, as man, a stick- as a
1: Mets fan, my roommate's a Yankees fan, he was like, Oh, Klu- Kluber's got a no no, and I that's the first Yankee game I watched all year.
0: We yeah, have sick of fork in the mix. They're, <laughs> done. they're, da- right now, they're done. They're down right now. Done? They're down ninety two to seventy three. Five twenty left in the fourth.
1: What so, a yeah. prop!
0: I mean, I don't I know if we're getting
1: now, but like I, I'm even as a casual basketball fan, right? You wanted to root for the Knicks this year just because of all the momentum they had to win. The last game of the season against Boston, secure home court advantage. You split in New York. The last two games in Atlanta were, like, mind-bogglingly casual from a lot of their guys, including Randall, and, like, to lay another egg at home like that. Oh, even as a Nets fan, that twist – talk about twisting the knife. Yeah. Really promising year.
2: Tell me about it, but anyway. I I just think – I just think the Hawks just played them, outplayed them. Uh, yeah, you Jack, you want to get us to the Lonnie? You want to get us to those uh, coin tosses?
0: Uh, no, the coin tosses are later. But I want to do get into our NBA playoff predictions. But yeah, the Knicks are about to lose to the Hawks, and a guy who's balding. So yeah, you got any predictions for the NBA finals? I mean, I imagine it's much easier now that you know one of them is, or I think a few teams have been eliminated right now. I'm going with the Nets because, you know, superstar team, they they don't seem to have any drama at the moment, and I think they're going to beat wh- whoever comes out of the Suns-Lakers series. I mean, that's just a gut feeling for me.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. I mean, the Nets, uh, it's funny because when they made the trades, I was kind of <laughs> of the mind. I'm not a big basketball fan again, but, like, I follow them that 2014 run when they got the big four, Pierce, uh, Brooks Lopez, um, that like that entire core where they gave up like the f- next five years of draft picks. And I'm thinking like they tried this already and it didn't work. It worked really badly that last time. But Harden, Kyrie, K D adding on guys like Dinwiddle or uh Dwindiddle. You know what D- I mean? Dinwitty. Especially Dinwitty. Yeah, Dinwitty. Dinwitty. Now they're you know it's 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 a solid add to a pretty good core of players and their depth I'm not sure how far they'll be able to go and if especially in uh one of those big three get hurt but it's it's working it's working so far I, I mean Boston I thought would have a little more fight in them than uh five games but it's hard to bet against the Nets right now and I agree I was watching the Phoenix um uh Lakers game the sun's Lakers game uh the other day uh yesterday. And they've got a lot of momentum. They're given a hell of a lot of pressure to LA, especially to repeat as champs. So
0: I didn't even know. I didn't even know it's Chris, hard to go against that. I didn't even know Chris Paul was back with the Suns this year.
1: No, that's news to me. There you go. It goes it goes to show how much I follow uh, the NBA. But oh, yeah, we're trying. Man. We're all anyone who it, follows this, fast,
0: this podcast oh, yeah. for basketball is like thoroughly disappointed as they listen to us right now. But I do know. Yeah, when you got when the Nets did get Garnett and Pierce. You know, they were essentially dinosaurs at that time <laughs> in their careers. I mean, that's putting it nicely. I mean, what happened? Did Glenn say become their GM for a
1: day? Well, nah, have- that it, it was in the last year. Uh, owner made a promise in the first five years. They win a championship. That was literally year four or year five. Didn't do it. And on top of that, the bet was he would get married. And not only did he cop out of that promise, but he passed it on to one of his friends. He said he's doing it in his place. Unbelievable move by Prokhorov. True story. <laughs> Does he
0: even still own the Nets?
1: No, uh, Joe Tsai. Joe Tsai owns uh, Brooklyn Sports Entertainment.
0: Okay, but anyway, people yeah, are sorry. all t- people are all talking about. You know, Kyrie stomped unlucky the leprechaun. You know who did that before it was cool? Billing beer.
2: That's going back. Yeah, I mean, if you Dude. haven't
0: watched the thirty for thirty on the Bad Boy Pistons, uh, that I was would uh.
2: All I know is that that was an overreaction from that one fan, dude. He 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 shouldn't be throwing shit, but, you know, Kyrie Irving always just looking for, you know, some sort of attention. That's all. I mean, I and it works. He, what he does works, uh, you know, and he's a pretty good player. So, uh, you know, I just want to interject and uh, throw in something because I am wearing a Sixers hat. Um, they did just close out against the Washington Wizards. Oh, they, um, they won... Good. I think 129 to 112, they, they, they dominated and they didn't have Joel Embiid. Uh, so I'm just going to say this right now that if they get Embiid back and he's actually able to play, he has a slight tear in his meniscus, which is scary. I don't like it. I hate it. Of course, this is going to happen this year because I, I didn't care what anyone was saying. Everyone's talking about Brooklyn. Everyone thinks the Brooklyn Nets are going straight to the NBA finals because they got Kevin Durant. You got James Harden. They got Kyrie Irving. Dude, I've watched the Sixers team this year. They're when they're on, no one can stop them. I don't even Brooklyn. Maybe at least they'll put up a fight. It just, it just feels like the Sixers could have had their year, but now Embiid is hurt and everything's thrown out of whack, and it just sucks. It just sucks. But it's really cool seeing you know Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Uh, the now this is going to be our he's our third superstar. Tobias Harris is now officially the third superstar. So that's our <laughs> big three. We are we are missing one of our big three, and they still won by almost twenty against a, a pretty decent Washington Wizards team. Uh, I just think we overpowered them. Whoever we have next, well, we have I think we have the Hawks next now, right? I think yeah, it's going to those. be uh, Sixers, Atlanta, and Brooklyn, Milwaukee. Yeah, we're yeah, they're going to probably smack the Hawks even without Embiid. I I feel confident about that. It's once they hit Brooklyn, and by the way, guys, I've been watching the playoffs a lot. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks uh, they just absolutely dominated Miami they Miami didn't play well That's but the right. bucks like really just they just went about their business and just moved on um you know and I, I've been watching a lot of the NBA playoffs so i'm I'm privied up on all that you guys see the the notes you guys see the notes on there I was I was going through it just giving my opinion on all of them uh one thing I wanted to mention was that the Denver and Portland series is yeah. the most fun Basketball series I've seen in a while. I've it's it's so entertaining. Damian Lillard doesn't make any sense. Go go watch the highlights. He just starts making threes nonstop. I think he made five in a row to finish out um, regulation and overtime or something like that. The dude made eleven threes in the game and the team lost. Denver's very good, but Portland just doesn't have a a good supporting cast. Mm. And I will say this: my prediction for the finals. if Embiid plays and plays well, it's going to be Philadelphia versus Phoenix, just like you guys are saying. I think I think Phoenix comes out. I think they're going to close out Los Angeles because they don't have Anthony Davis. Uh, but I think Phoenix is going to close out Los Angeles, and they're going to keep moving on. Um, Denver gives them a fight. Utah gives them a fight. But they're looking way too good right now. But if Philly doesn't have Embiid, it probably is going to go to Brooklyn. And I, I think Brooklyn does – Beat Phoenix in the end because Phoenix is just too young at that point. CP3 can't do it all. And he's injured right now. He's actually been injured. So,
1: we're definitely. That's that's, that's where I'm
2: at. I think. Yeah. I, it's it, Brooklyn's tough, but I'm telling you, man, Philly can take them if they have a, a healthy Embiid, man. I, I to yeah, think- your credit,
1: I would have to agree because, uh, from what I mean, I saw the Sixers run the year that they lost the Raptors. And I mean, even that seventh game, like that was a neck and neck, skin on skin oh, series. Like, and it all they came have, down to a lucky oh, shot. It, it literally came down to a, a, a buzzer beater shot. And to be fair, like that's what. <sighs> You know, like I said, light on basketball, but those are the playoff teams, even from just hockey, uh, you know, soccer. It it doesn't matter. Like the teams that go far are the teams that depth gets tested, one. And two, it's the teams that have gone far and understand what it takes to move on and to win games in the playoffs. So to your credit, yeah, that Sixers core has been together a few years now. They trusted the process. They got through it. They're getting, making runs now. And Yeah, if. If they're playing this efficiently without Embiid, which I didn't even know, the thanks for throwing that out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably going to be the Nets Sixers. If, again, it gets to that point, that'll probably be the series that not only decides the East, but probably the the title.
0: Yeah, I think the Nets pretty much right. are the I, I, I think to so too. come out of it. But I think if any one team is going to take them down, it is the Sixers. But thank you for being out, Milwaukee. I don't... I feel guilty that we, you know, we kind of slept on Giannis in the beginning there. But yeah. That's a, that's
2: all I know about Milwaukee. I, I'll tell him Poco. <laughs> yeah. But Zach, you saved us our basketball, basketball listeners. Back. For the, the finals. I've been, I'm sorry, I've been all over the playoffs. Um, I've been trying to keep up with the NHL. Um, you know, I know that's your guy's specialty. So I listen to you guys, especially, and I um, tune into some games. But the NBA playoffs, man, like through the regular season, it's a long regular season. Like, like, Probably hockey and baseball. You know, you you tune into the games, you catch them. But these these playoff series have been so good for the most part. I mean, the Bucks and the Heat was the only bad one, really, because it was just domination. Um, but I the Denver. To touch on that. uh, th- that's really because
1: the World's Heat were the defending Eastern the champions. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but it, the, like, <laughs> for them to get swept out i mean obviously like it's not a foreign thing for defending champs i mean the blues the year after they won the cups out in six against uh winnipeg
0: I no lost. who do they, they lost
1: not not colorado uh, right no colorado swept oh, them Col- this year. Well, uh, colorado was this year colorado yeah. was this year but like for the heat to go down not even like not even take a game not even take Two games are a game like they clean sweep. That's really surprising because Miami like was on a mission that year uh, in the bubble uh, uh, when they played down in Florida. That that was very surprising, even from just an optics standpoint. Yeah, hey, I'll
2: tell you what, Yeah, Jimmy Butler.
0: Just I'll tell you what, you know who looks real stupid if they lose their series, the Los Angeles Clippers considering they tanked yes. to play the Dallas Mavericks. They lost the first two games at home against the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. It was at home, yeah. right? But yeah, well, they did tie it, but yeah. my God, you look so bad yeah. if you do that.
1: It's like, the, the, and the Nets did that, uh, going back to that 2014 quote-unquote super team, they did the same thing that year. They were supposed to be 6th seed. They were basically going to be a lot for the six seed that year, and the rumor was... That they tanked that year to get the eighth seed to play the Heat in the second round because they had swept the Heat that year in the regular season, and they, after squeezing out of a game seven against Toronto that year with arguably some ref intervention, I think Zach, uh, you'll uh, there were articles going around in that game oh, seven wow. against Toronto. What wasn't there like a suspicion that the refs had been paid off by Brooklyn
2: or something? I was, I was here. That and I was like, Mom, we can't go back to this again. Uh, but you know, I I just thought I just remembered that was when that was still when LeBron was on the team, or yeah. was was that when he moved to Cleveland? Yeah. i No, 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 no that was, yeah, was the because team. yeah, yeah, that was, like, yeah, he was
0: there from twenty ten yeah. to twenty fourteen, if I'm
1: not mistaken. His last year, yeah.
2: That might have been his last year. Yeah. And then, yeah, because I remember just thinking, I was like, they're not going to, I don't care if, like, they're going to turn it on in the playoffs. That's what they're going to do. That's what a lot of NBA teams do. A lot of times they try to, that's what Brooklyn did. You know, and everyone was out nonstop and they have all these good players. And now you see what happens when KD, James Harden, and um, Kyrie Irvin are on the floor. I will say, though, the Celtics were missing their second good guy. They had Jason Tatum, but, uh, no Jalen Brown. So, like, after after Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart's pretty good, uh, but it, it really just goes – it dips in quality after that. Um, they didn't have a chance against Brooklyn. It wasn't fair. I don't even know how they got that one game, honestly. That, it happened. Gentlemen sweep.
0: Let's go to
1: hockey in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's go to the ice. From the hardwood to the ice, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right now, my prediction of Vegas versus – Carolina, in the finals, isn't looking too good. Yes.
1: Vegas,
0: really? Think, you think they'll get past Colorado? I, I mean, I feel like it go either way, but, you know, I, I'd say after, you know, what happened in game one, I think it's clear that, you know, Vegas re- hasn't really cha- matured that much to, you know,
1: advance. To their credit. That's one game, but I for a seven-game series, I don't. I mean, if it's not going to be Colorado, Colorado. it will be Vegas. Yeah,
0: I also picked them to beat Carolina in the final, but Carolina got just got the first two games swept. The first two games at home against Tampa Bay Lightning. Right now, it looks like freaking the Lightning and the Avalanche are just fucking forces to be reckoned with, and to maybe some degree the Islanders, but you know. I didn't say this is the last last time. The Islanders are my sleeper pick to win the final, and I hate saying that, that. You, I hate saying that because you see what I'm wearing wearing in this podcast. If you're watching this on <laughs> video, but by the way, holy crap! Look at my farmer stand. My God, looks like I'm wearing a white know. shirt underneath this. Look at
2: that color tone palette. Gee, I need. It's like flicking out the it. little. It really like, it's like you have a spotlight on your shoulders and only your shoulders. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to invest in some sleeveless shirts for work. But anyway, ooh, Winnipeg made it. Three, four. They're only down by one with a minute forty-two left. Good. But anyway, Good. let's talk about. <clears throat> oh my
1: god. Oh yes, yes, Oh yes. man,
0: big red is burning. So choking hazard
1: for the entire city of Toronto.
0: Oh my god, Toronto, <laughs> I love you. I, you're the only city outside of the United States that I've I actually visited. Beautiful city, Toronto. But my god, what the hell is wrong with your hockey franchise?
2: You had oh, a gift so wrapped funny. for
0: you. You had a freaking season gift wrapped for you. Wait, it was pretty much hey, the, the division was Forget handed to them. They had the
1: conference final yes. birth gift wrapped to them.
0: The, hey, I, I, the division was handed to them on a silver platter. They couldn't beat. Listen, I understand Tavares. I understand that Tavares. No. You know, no. I understand, you know, Tavares was hurt, but you know what? You still have Austin Matthews. You still have Mitch Marner. You still have Zach Hyman. Your defense got better. But, my Between God. Between
1: Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner combined, they only had one more goal than Carey Price. That's all you got to say about that series, man. Wait, say that again? They Matthews- had one more goal than Carey Price? One more goal than Carey Price all series long. One more goal than the goal. Wait, like. Are you saying so say one the biggest scored the
2: whole team from the whole series?
1: Montreal had a negative goal differential, I think, a whole series because they got they lost the uh game three so badly, 4-0. And no 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 I, game four. Game I have four. a thought. I'm gonna Google this first before I make a comment
0: on it, but geez with this loss, the previously the New York Rangers from 1940 to 1994. Had the longest Stanley Cup drought. It's now the Toronto Maple Leafs dating back to 1967. And say what you will about the Rangers, they they didn't win when there were only six teams in the league. All right, neither did the Bruins. The Blackhawks only had one when there were only six teams in the league. But you know what? At least we won when there was more than six teams in the league. I think 26 or whatever in 1994. But, yeah, the last time Toronto Maple Leafs won... The Stanley Cup, there were only six teams in the league. That's how bad it's gotten. And now it's official. Wow. Next year, it'll be 55 years. They surpassed the New York Rangers for the longest they Stanley will. Cup
1: playoff. It's just a matter of inev- st- inevitability long- at this point because they lost.
0: Yeah, long- longest Stanley Cup. Yeah, I think in 31 days, they officially – In 31, yeah, in a and month. What the hell just happened in the Habs game? Ooh, yeah. I don't know if you have the Habs in the background, but Shifley no just way they got practically – yeah, someone's getting stretchered off for the Montreal Canadiens, oh. Evans.
1: Wait, for the Canadiens?
0: Yeah, Evans. Oh, my God. Uh, and I just saw this hit by Shifu. Hey, I, I, I think guys. you got to suspend him for it. It was shoulder to head. He made no con- effort to like try to not hit him in the head.
1: Yeah. On Twitter, Bird app is really good at uh, putting out toxic content, so that hit should be there. Okay, let me see. Uh, going back to the Leafs for a second, it has Hey, guys, be- I
2: have a real quick question. I have a yeah. real quick question. My – all right, why why are they are why are the Canadians called the what were you saying the Habs? Habs, the Habichuans,
1: the Montreal Canadiens. Habichuans is like a um like the uh, the red the um, people hab- the inhabitants. Uh, it's an old it's the wow. it goes back to literally their inception uh, as a franchise. The Habichuans, it's, it's the C with an H in the middle.
0: No, actually, actually, Zach, Zach oh. actually, actually, Matt. The H in the in their logo does not stand for Habs. It stands for Hockey. Really? Yes, because originally they were the Canadian Athletic Club. If you remember their Winter Classic jersey from like when they played the Bruins, it's a CA, not a CH.
1: Oh, yeah. That's yeah yeah yeah. yeah.
0: But yeah, Look I just looked that. on NHL.com, looked at the standings, and oh can confirm it. The Rangers had one more point than the Montreal Canadiens this year. That's how weak the North was and how strong the East was. But yeah, I Josh not Josh Anderson Evans for the Habs on a stretcher right now. I hope he's That's okay. Like at, at at the time of recording this, you know Shifley just flat out probably sent him in the in into a coma or something. He hit him so hard in the head, you know. Evans and
1: apparently but, uh, Evans just scored the empty netter too. So yeah, yeah, I saw it. It was a wraparound.
0: You know, he's not paying attention to Shifley. And Shifley just sh- shot uh, him and Shifley in the head. Shifley just him. Up. Yeah, I. I only saw one replay of it so far, but right now, off the Can't bat, that. what I can t- see, I think it's suspendable. But anyway,
1: but geez. yeah, hold well, on. We gotta. We I think we have to touch on the Maple Leafs collapse because, like, it's arguably the worst collapse in their history. Not That's only worse that, than 2013. But oh, it's worse than. It's not. It's the. It's. I think it's a very good case for the worst series loss in their history just by how much they were favored by every Dom decision from the Athletic is getting roasted, absolutely fire-roasted for the last, like, week. Just about his model had the Leafs had over 80% chance to close that series statistically by, by the, the by the Athletic's uh, uh, models using advanced stats, using regular whatever. it's Austin Matthews, Mitch, I mean Mitch Marner is public enemy number one right now. And to your credit, and that's a shame. Um, he's such a talented yeah. hockey player. One of the one of the last uh, topics is uh, about the most interesting offseason. I'm not going to like get there too far, but again, like you have to, you have to respect Montreal because they kept getting tougher to beat. They kept getting much more hard nosed in their style of play. They kept hitting them way more physical presence uh, through games five, six. Um, yeah, and you got to give. Toronto's-
0: you got to give Montreal credit because, you know, you know, some people like to say, you know, oh, the, the Islanders, they just, they just beat Tristan Jari, blah, blah, blah. Okay. The Islanders still no, play I, very no. hard. Yeah. Jari sucked. But you know the Islanders still played their brand of hockey and they're pretty damn good at it. They're, they're a team that'll wear you down. And Borelli was saying this on spitting chiclets this week. You know, they're a team that'll just, you know, they just wait and wait and wait. And then, you know, yes. they seize their opportunity.
1: That's that's their brand. As uh, I'll tell you, I, I watched for the last – my first year as a hockey fan was the lockout 12-13 year. I sat through that 13-14 season. 14-15, they were good. 15-16, the 16-17, 17-18. This team, what they've gone through is a core. They've kept a lot of that core together, and they play – they have a very clear sense of identity because they know what they're going to do. They're not the most talented team. In fact, they're probably one of the fewer talented teams that's left in the playoffs. They their entire game is based on outworking you, weathering the storm properly, letting the goalie get easy shots cuz they'll want you to take that shot. Mentally speaking, especially when you look at that game 5 against Pittsburgh and they were out being outshot. You're outshot in the second period of game 5 against Pittsburgh 20 to 4. And it might have even been higher than 20. Their brand of hockey, give them the bad shot weather the storm when they come at you you force plays in the neutral just make them make mistakes and every mistake that pittsburgh made every mistake that jari made it's a highlight because more than likely than not it was a goal especially game five they won that series in game five that giveaway was literally the entire chance that the penguins had of making a statement in that series because they were, of course, they're going to lock it up in game six of the Coliseum. The Coliseum is one of only a few barns, a few venues that are left in not just hockey, but in sports. Bell Center, TD Garden, uh, the Coliseum, <laughs> excuse me, um, there's there's, there's uh, the Saddle Dome in Cal- Calgary. Uh, there's very few barns. There's very few buildings that are able to make that kind of noise where the ceiling's so low that it just comes back down on top of you on the ice, on the players, on the staff. Everyone feeds off of that. But uh, point being, they lost Game 5, and oh, they got completely outplayed by Pittsburgh, but they uh, Pittsburgh lost Game 5 and lost that series, and that's how they're going to beat Boston if they're going to beat Boston because Boston has been their boogeyman. Coming into this year, the Islanders against Boston – coming into this year they beat them 5 times in 10 years like absorb that wow coming into this year they beat wow. them the Islanders beat Boston 5 times in 10 years they started the season against them 5 and 0 they lost the last 3 games straight when they got when Taylor Boston Hall. got Taylor Hall yeah and that that game game 2 was the first time they beat Boston with Taylor Hall because Taylor Hall changed the complexion of that wow. team, completely that able incredible. to shuffle forwards around. Yeah,
0: and the yeah. Islanders won on an overtime goal that I don't know which defenseman that was. For, I don't remember which Bruins defenseman that was, but the entire city of what? Beantown probably wants to send him into the sun after that turnover. But yeah, <laughs> I'm. You literally. <laughs> I watched the Shifley hit, and it's, I hate the. I'm not trying to change the topic. I it watched was the Shifley, Noel Achari. Yeah, I watched the Shifley hit in, in full time, and I'm like, yeah. Shifley, he might have even Can left you that? F- left his feet even.
1: Yeah, drop drop that in general. I want to see that.
0: Oh, uh, uh, what the hit by Shifley?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely, go on Twitter definitely.
0: to try to find it. But anyway, I'll try to talk about the Leafs at the same time too. But geez, I think it. You know they. Did they fire Lou or did Lou leave the Toronto Maple Leafs?
1: No, so what happened in Toronto was that they didn't fire him per se. They wanted to promote uh, Boy Wonder over there, Kyle Dubas, because he was basically knocking on the door for the GM job, and they said, Lou, like, listen, transition to president of hockey operations, and, you know, they basically wanted to put him on the shelf, right? But that's not Lou's style. Lou's going to be there. He's going to want to uh, run the show uh, to the point when he got hired in Toronto – he literally sent that interview up, got hired 24 hours within the Devils telling him that he's not coming back. So Jeez. if Lou's going to get the job, Lou's going to want to run the show, and that's exactly uh, what happened when he got... He's um, a Hall
0: of Famer. He's pretty much earned that reputation. But yeah, I just dropped it in the chat. Check it out if you got the chance. But yeah.
1: That's yeah, yeah,
2: yeah Way was. to
0: go, freaking Toronto front office. I, you I much just
2: looked pr- it up on you. Bro, yeah,
0: you, right, thanks a lot, Toronto. You sent Lou Lemorello to our hated rival. I'm sure Big Red's thanking you like crazy right
1: now, but jeez. <laughs> but yeah. You no, know, it's honestly, like, Lou's got his quirks and all that. Say what you want, but the results just speak for themselves. And for a franchise, especially, like, Josh Bailey, Casey Zizekas, who had that overtime goal in Game 2, Um, even Adam Pellig, Ryan Bullock, uh, Anders Lee, like, the guys who have been here, the guys who have had the veteranship, they, who have seen really dark times with this franchise, especially Sezikis to get rewarded like that. You know, with, you know, you bring in Lou, you bring in Barry. They want to come in. We want to play well. We need, you know, we have this identity. We want to be the hard nose, the gritty Islander, the pesky Islanders, as uh, some franchise are kind of calling them. But yeah, I feel like, I
0: feel personally, I think Lou, I think Barry should be, Jack Adams winner. I think he is the best coach
1: in the NHL he, this year. He got it in eighteen nineteen. Honestly, my pick for Adams this year would be Rod Brindamore. Yeah, I think because that Hurricanes pick. team he he hasn't had. I I feel like he hasn't had the recognition yet for what he's done with Carolina. Like they won that division pretty handedly, um, and they <coughs> in the regular season they looked I- exceptional. And then now they found this kid Nadelevic. I don't. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but um, they found their Tendy, and that's really all they were waiting for in Carolina because that the way that they play possession or the way that they play offense, I'm sorry, their possession heavy team. They just need a goalie. Who's going to be ready to go when, you know, the transition happens and the uh Alex, as first name, it, it, holding it together. You just got to be wait, patient, wait and see this year, next year. If he keeps it up, they, I'm scared of Carolina. they they swept us already in 19. So I'm, a little scared of them as is with uh, Morazic, but jeez, I can't imagine what they look like now. Regardless, whether it's, it's Carolina
0: better. or Tampa Bay, and if you guys do beat the Bruins, you're facing a Goliath. But yeah, I Rod Brandon Moore is a great coach. I feel like some Ranger fan. I feel like the Rangers are waiting to see what happens with him, you know, in Carolina. I'm like, don't press your luck. Oh, I, I don't think he wants to leave Carolina. Just as uh, speaking go, of letting, go back, let's throw
1: that down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Watch first, M- Matt. I want you to see this. Hit by
1: Shifley. Oh, I did. It's it's gross. I, I've been looking at it, actually. Yeah. It, here's the thing, right? Evan's on a clean-cut breakaway. He's coming down on the empty net, right? Uh, it's it's pretty clean. Shifley comes around with obvious intention at that point to hit. I yeah. mean, he's sizing him up. Absolutely. He, yes, he does leave his feet very briefly on it. And you're right. It's pretty much shoulder to head. Uh, it, it, I don't like it. He, it he'll probably I mean, be getting a call.
0: There are hits when you know hit shoulder the head that are clean, but those are usually because the guy like is sk- is low and like he has mm-hmm. his head down. Evans didn't have this head; wasn't skating low and had his his head down there. That happened.
1: And had you him. know it's not and, and you know it's not even like that. That he was did, a you know, blindside hit. That
2: was a it, violent blindside hit. Exactly. And it's the
1: fact that Shifley's got to come in and he has time. So it's premeditated. He's thinking about it already as he's coming in. He's just like, I'm going to lay him out. I'm gonna... That's a frustrated play from a frustrated team. Yeah, you kind of got smacked around in game one. You've been sitting on your hands after sweeping Edmonton for a few weeks and Montreal literally just played the other night. I mean, they locked, they've they been fresh. This is exactly what happened in game one is kind of reminiscent of what happened to the Islanders. They swept Pittsburgh in 19. They had two weeks off, which in and out of itself, ridiculous. But Carolina beats Washington in seven that year. They literally play game one of round two, and two three days later, you have one team coming off of a fresh series win, and you have another team that's been sitting on their hands, practicing scrimmaging for like a week and a half. So this doesn't really surprise me, but I still expect Jets to take the series. This is just unnecessary, completely unnecessary from a guy who should know better.
0: Yeah, I and mean, he just made it a lot more difficult for his team because I I'd be surprised yeah. if he doesn't get suspended for, after this hit.
2: Lonnie, You're your me. farmer's tan is mesmerizing.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it is, it's like it looking insane. at the paint palettes, like the two
1: tones. It's like, okay, and here we have uh, cream white, and this <laughs> is okay, coffee.
0: Okay, But yeah. <laughs>
2: pretty, it's incredible. Brandon
0: Saw just sent in a very soft shot on goal. He kind of got, like, helped. He kind of got defended by Petrangelo. Well, I think Petrangelo kind of lifted his stick as it happened causing like the shots. Oh yeah. Yeah. He lifted the stick. as it happened. Ah, flurry. You got to stop that. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. We were talking about the lease. And I think. Yeah. It's you're going right
2: into live. You're like, you're just commentating at this point.
0: Yeah. I mean. <laughs> well, yeah. We're talking about the lease. I think it's perfect to segue into our first coin toss of the night. Yes. All right. Who will have the more interesting off season? The Toronto Maple Leafs or the New York Rangers? I think it's the Toronto Maple Leafs because you look at the Rangers. It's like okay, they're 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 not in the middle of their playoff window yet. Toronto is in their playoff window, and this core they're supposed to be incredible. They haven't made it past the first round. This franchise hasn't won a first round since two thousand four. It's like, are, do they blow up their? I don't think necessarily they blow up their core already. But they got to do something because whatever they're doing clearly isn't working. Sheldon Keith probably isn't uh, that good of a – probably isn't the guy to take him to the promised land. Kyle Dubas, I mean, I don't know that much about the guy, but right now the Toronto Maple Leafs have like I think a third of their salary cap going to three players, Tavares, Marner, and Austin Ma- awesome Matthews, all great players. But they
1: – Don't forget Nylander at 6.9 yeah, mil.
0: Nylander too. Yeah, so much of the cap is going to and four to forwards. Nylander's
1: credit, to Nylander's credit, he was the most inexpensive forward of all those you just mentioned, led the team in playoff points this year.
0: Yeah. Well, can't necessarily blame Tavares since it was because of a freak accident. No, it's
1: not JT's fault, and it's not Jake Muzzin's fault either.
0: It's not Corey Perry's fault. Don't get me wrong. I still think Pending he this was team? Don't get me wrong. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Don't get me wrong. I think <laughs> it was right for Nick Foligno to to fight Perry after that. I, I imagine he was just like – Listen, man, I know it was an accident, but I got to fight you. Yeah, I don't want you guys to set the tone. But, yeah. The, the <laughs> that's the play-
1: thing, too, is that that's why they got Felino and they were saying, like, yeah, it was an accident. It wasn't a malicious play, but, like, yeah, exactly went down. Your captain went down. You got you to gotta do something. Yeah. That's why they got him.
0: Exactly. So,
1: so yeah. Matt, who do you think? Is it the Rangers or the Maple Leafs? That uh, John Davidson, Jeff Gordon firing was, like, completely out of nowhere. And as an Islanders fan, like, the Rangers – I, I mean, I don't know if they still are because of how much of a shakeup it was to their front office, but they were trending upwards. They were doing yeah. the right things. In fact, Not COVID we stoppage doesn't happen. If the COVID stoppage doesn't happen in 1920, frankly, yeah, they take it's the Islanders' nice. playoff spot probably if the Islanders even squeeze in at that point. Because without Pellick, the team <laughs> – Did you say 1920? Yeah,
0: he did. So. Anyway, he is, yeah, you said Kyle Pellick.
1: Uh, um, um, if, if Pellick uh, doesn't go down, it's when Pellick went down, sorry, it was a completely different team complexion. If he doesn't go down, maybe they retain a little bit more uh, uh, of that, of their defensive presence and more of their But when he went <laughs> down, it, it either Trotz himself said he felt like he overcoached at times a little bit too much to try to supplement for that, but they would have made the playoffs that year in a regular regular season <laughs> in that 1920. <laughs> but it's abbreviated. They go into the play-in round. They get they, they they did get pretty embarrassed by Carolina. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I mean, there weren't bad games. They weren't blowouts. There were decently close games. Carolina's the better team, sure. But Panarin, um, Kreider, um, a lot of your young guys. Uh, Kako, I, kind of. Uh, I think he probably should have taken another step this year, but he did. Um, he, I thought
0: he did. He, last, he did last year. He was very cu- last year. You could see him play. He's like timid. He's like, okay, do I go here? I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to fuck up. Now it's like he's getting involved in into place. I'm going to the boards. I'm battling for the pucks. Oh, I just forced a turnover. Oh, those guy. Oh, our guys just took it and scored because I forced that turnover. Yeah, he didn't have like a sexy point total, but you could see a clear difference in his play this year as opposed to last year. He just, you know, he just has to have confidence in himself. Don't, don't be afraid to fuck up. If you fuck up, you fuck up. You know what? This is how you're gonna grow as a hockey player. Yeah, and as for Lover, I don't know.
1: I don't know what your expectations were, Jack, but I thought that Rangers probably... I mean, yes, they the the alignment this year did them no favors. In a regular playoff year, the Canadians aren't even in this position that they're in. We, we and the Rangers... The, the Canadians finished below the Rangers and Stars. Stars, amazing. Uh, that's a conversation in itself about the defending Western champs not even making the playoffs, but um, they finished below two teams that should have been in the postseason, probably would have been in a, a normal year. And, you know, it goes to show that the playoffs kind of mean, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, outside looking in Rangers, Dolan makes that decision. I mean, it's the Tom Wilson fiasco. Tom Wilson got him fired. Whatever. James Dolan, good at James Dolan. I mean, it's almost like he remembered that he owned a hockey team and he forgot to put his mm-hmm. own, you know, uh, meddling inside of it. Because, I frankly, everything was good for you guys until it. Dolan decided, oh, I have this team. I haven't really made my mark on them. I I I don't like what you said. I don't agree what you said, Jeff Gordon. This team looks good, but fuck you. And you take him out of here, David Quinn. And that, that was super bizarre. But up until then, up until Toronto collapsed, yeah, you guys would have had the more interesting offseason. But frankly, Chris Jury, I kind of like as a hockey mind. Yeah. Not, he was an okay player. But as a hockey mind, he's really good for you guys as well. So I'm confident. I mean, well... You know, fuck you, but I'm confident that they'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: you don't want to see what I got in store. You, got, you don't want to see what I got in store if you guys lose the series to the Bruins. But okay.
1: uh, they, I mean, Honestly, I have Bruins in six. But, <laughs> but if the Islanders are going to oh, win the series, it's going to be in seven. But yeah, now it's Toronto. Uh, when a guy who wears a letter on the chest is taking a penalty that leads to the Canadians first power play goal in game seven... And he's swearing and smashing his sticks. And a guy like, I think it was Nylander, is consoling him like in the box over what he did to put his, not very indicative of a guy who A, has a lot of confidence, or B, has the ability to kind of mentally reset and do what has to be done in the playoffs. Like this core, enough excuse about the lack of, you have 16, or I'm sorry, 17, 18, 19, last year's embarrassment this year's historic embarrassment the the playoff list excuses are over like montreal yes they got tougher but they were the pinnacle of mediocrity in the regular season the only reason they were in here is because of the COVID canada division and it's the leaf's own fault that they are where they are where was matthews where was what was marner doing other than being up his own rear I think so, it's embarrassing. I, I want to give you like, like yeah. I think like they I think happens. it's more of an embarrassment Sorry, than
0: when the freaking lightning got swept in 2019. But yeah, Zach, you want to say something?
1: Which one is worse? That's a conversation. Is it is the 19 collapse worse or is the uh, 21 collapse worse? I than, don't think uh, the
0: 2019 uh, collapse is worse because they did win the next season. But anyway, Zach, what do you want they to won
1: say? Won the cup, and you know what? They didn't win the next season. They won the cup the next season. Yes. So
0: it kind of wipes it away. Okay, kinda like when the Bruins, so. kind of like when the Bruins. You know, Lenny, yeah, yeah, we Lenny need Lenny to 2011. Play. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what's up, Zach? Zach, we're trying to get you in on here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, you guys are going off. I'll let you go off because you actually know exactly what you're talking about. But I will. Yeah, I will come in as the outsider here and just listening to the way you guys speak of these teams, Jack, I've been uh, Jack, I've been listening to you. Talk about the Rangers going back and forth. They suck. They're good now. They're now they're they're doing pretty good. Up oh, they they fired their their was it owner and GM or something like that. They, I wish they like could what the fuck is going under. on. And it's like man, that's a that's an interesting story. That's a really interesting story. Uh, but uh, you know now hearing that the Leaves have the longest what is it the longest um championship it the longest, longest Anley Cup guys? drought in history in league history will be
1: the longest drought one and two the second longest playoff li- the panthers right now the last time the florida panthers won a playoff series was 96 and then the immediate runner up for them uh for after them is the toronto maple leafs the last time they won was 2004
0: well the Trump- panthers oh, still have that one yeah i did yeah. Miss a- i i did lose internet for a little bit so i did miss a lot of what oh, I you're saying so so good thing you did i i hope you didn't have to pause to talk to me and be like no no no, no you're yeah? good yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right but yeah, we'll clean it okay. up in post. Yeah, the one silver lining to the Rangers firing of Gordon of Davidson is that Chris Jury is still in the organization. I think he learned a lot from Jeff Gordon. Really, what the Rangers need is toughness. They they need yes. you know kind of like when you know the freaking you know going back to the bad boy Pistons. They needed some. Su- they had Isaiah and you know some other guys. You know, but they needed some tough guys, you know, help building beer. So they got Rick Mahorn. Yeah. The Rangers need to add some tough guys. They have a couple tough guys in their system. Braden Schneider, for example. Will Cully, who who I said in my second episode of Cutting Edge, he's supposed to be a clone of Tom Wilson. Well, I hope the good things about Tom Wilson. Just don't get suspended. (laughs) Don't do anything
1: stupid. And don't be a piece of garbage, (laughs) (laughs) frankly. Basically.
0: Well, when you have a piece of garbage on your your team and you play for your team and and someone's going to tell me, he's a piece of garbage, I'm going to be like,
1: yeah. Yes. That's the point.
0: (laughs) That's the point. That's like like what I would
2: say about Clutterbuck.
0: It's like that meme.
2: Go Go ahead, Zach. Zach, Go ahead. Uh, Am I really that bad of a lag?
1: No, you're good. It's just it's slight, but I mean, like you know, we could we could tell when
2: you're 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 coming in. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Because like I'm, you guys wait like five seconds after I speak to respond. It's really weird.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, okay.
2: what do you want to say? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. So the the take I was gonna say what uh the takeaway I was gonna say is I'm actually more interested in the Rangers now. Uh, not because I like them at all, but because. Uh, The Maple Leafs now have the longest streak, so it's like, all right, I'm just gonna... And and they just just had apparently a very awful embarrassment. So now, really, all they're gonna be is a laughing stock next year, and the Rangers could, could, you know, if they make it to the playoffs, automatically, they're more interesting. It's kind of like the way that we look at the Knicks this year. No one expected anything from the Knicks, but then they get to the playoffs. And, yeah, they did lose to the Hawks, but you know what? Like, did you even see the Knicks getting to the playoffs? No. So next year we're all gonna see if the Rangers take that next step to get to the playoffs. And make next year they, they gotta. Well,
0: yeah, I, they, I they think just, this year they do go they to playoffs. Mo- music, and the playoffs. I most they win a playoff. does matter next year, but that's that's it. I don't. Know. They're not an elite team yet. I think wait till like maybe twenty twenty three or four. Maybe that's when they start to become like an elite cup contender. You know, because you know the guys gotta develop. You know. And well, Aaron's that's exactly what. But yeah,
2: Knicks.
0: Yeah, you. All right, you pick the Rangers. I have some more interesting off season for completely different circumstances. But yeah, I'm still going with the Leafs. I have simply because I have no idea what the hell they should
1: do. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody. I, knows. It's a super team. You added the grit. You got Foligno. You gave up. They gave up like a first. Like a sec- they gave up, I think, two firsts, two seconds between, like, all the trades that they made. They're, they're like, down two firsts, two seconds, a third, a fourth. Like, Joe Thornton, Nick Felino, Wayne Simmons, they had the grit. Jack Campbell was their guy. And, <laughs> listen, he got them as far as he did, but the first goal in Game 7, like, that disgusting, garbage, yeah. five-hole goal, completely. Like, you could tell, like, Campbell literally just, like, took a second and was like, wow, that just happened. And the Toronto Maple Leafs' fans was like, "Wow, that just happened!" And they completely like Montreal took it from there. Like it's kind of unbelievable. Like it's all mental. It's it's all mental. It's all completely. And defense. Sheldon Keith, Keith is a very good coach for them because he won a championship with the Toronto Marlies. And the Toronto yeah. Marlies for a couple of years have been like a powerhouse in their division. They're always making runs. Like he's a good coach. And I say that genuinely. They they have good staff. They have great elite. Offensive talent. They had Jake Muzzin and a pretty solid top four D. They had Campbell. They still blew it. So it's like, what the hell do they do? That's what. That's what. Honestly, like before, before that happened, the Rangers, yes, most fascinating. But now, with their expectations, I, they're probably gonna blow it up, and it's hilarious because they probably shouldn't. Just needs a few tweaks. Take a couple of those superstar, couple of those egos out of that team. I have no idea how they'll be able to do it. I I don't even know the finer nuances of uh, what their cap is even going to look like in the next, you know, because they they signed those contracts banking that the cap would be going up, but now because of COVID, bang, staying flat. The cap goes Ooh. down.
0: Yeah, now because of COVID, the cap is staying flat.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's so boned, now, so boned. It's hilarious.
0: Now, it, from a logical <laughs> standpoint, they shouldn't. They prop from a logical standpoint, an outsider looking in, it's like. No, you don't trade Matthews. You don't trade Marner. You don't trade Nylander. But as an outsider looking in, they might have to shed one of those guys. They're not going to shed Matthews or Tavares. Turner. I think if they were to shed Marner. one of those guys, it would be Marner or... or- Donner. All right. Yeah. I Probably. I'm
1: telling you, man. With the way like this playoff series that he had, the fact that he put he cost his team at some of the most crucial moments of the the playoffs, like his he took the penalty that led to the Montreal uh, goal in game seven. Like that was the the tone setter in that game. Yeah, the fact that they didn't come out in the first five minutes of Game Seven and just light up Carry. I mean, Carry Price turned the clock back, yes, but enough. The man's the man's groin is made out of like rubber bands and uh, <laughs> extra staples. Like I, I'm sorry, like the guy's gonna fall apart if you put an ounce. Like they didn't put enough pressure on him. They did not get enough pressure on him at all. And for that team, it's it's not just sad. It's it's alarmingly pathetic. Yeah, it's hilarious for me.
0: One more, okay, one more thing before we move scripting. on to our next coin to- toss, because we're no, we're Sorry, yeah. this. I have no idea what the Maple Leafs do. I think that's the why, in my opinion, they have the more interesting offseason. This is a team that says they have Stanley Cup uh, play. Uh, they have Stanley Cup aspirations right now. It's yes, getting, cup aspirations right. Yeah, they have cup aspirations, but they might have to downgrade that. to Get past the first round aspirations. So, all right. <laughs> Next topic of the coin toss. This is, oh, this is a fan submission. A couple episodes late. I want to apologize. I didn't see it in time. They,
1: Better late than never.
0: Yeah. This comes to us from like, Dave Heffren. Roll nears. Which team will land Max Scherzer at the trade deadline? Yankees, Cardinals, or other?
1: Ooh,
0: Ooh That's a good
1: question. That's a really interesting question proposition because if the the Nationals coming off of that championship do they decide to start tearing it down I mean a lot of those guys are on the other side of 30.
0: they might have to I mean their windows closed but you know what it, we it was a successful window they got the job done
1: close out with a ring yeah they, and it's funny that. how much more of a sorry it's just funny how much more of a likable <laughs> team they became like the minute they got rid of Bryce Harper
0: they didn't get rid of Bryce Harper he left don't tell that to this to the Phillies fan here he's gonna we're, we're going to taste well, the salt pretty
2: soon. Look, It had nothing to do with Bryce Harper. It had nothing to do with Bryce Harper. It has everything to do with the fact that Juan Soto is a freaking nature. And when Bryce came up at the age of, what, like 18 or 19, <laughs> he didn't have nearly the same team around him that Juan Soto did. And, uh, you know, isn't like, speaking of guys over 30, don't they still have, uh, what's his name, Ryan Zimmerman? I think is yes. that his name?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh, Catcher, right?
2: Fuck, I forget. The first base No, no, third baseman. He's oh, been on that team since like the Nationals were main. Yeah. Third baseman? No, like, he might be first he, I don't think baseman even, now because he's uh, I don't probably think he even for the Expo. at this like he was there but, from
0: the inception of the nationals. You're right. He, he, he's
2: listed as a first and a third baseman. Okay. You're not wrong at all. Hot corners. Makes sense. But, uh yeah, I Scherzer though, I dude. If I'm the Nationals, I mean the only guess I can take because the trade deadline is always so random, and we're also still <laughs> about two months away from it. Technically, yeah. like we have all of June and all of July basically. Um, I, if I'm the Nationals and I'm gonna trade them, you got to get them out of the National League. You got to send them to the American League. That's what because, I was because like yeah. you, you can't just keep them in your you if you're gonna if you want to try and make any run. That's just usually how trades go anyway. Uh, God, the Yankees—they could use that. That'd be smart by them. Probably. I don't know, though. If, What's another uh, team? What's in my team heart, I want them In my heart, I
0: want them to get Scherzer. Like he'd be great to go along with Garrett Garrett Cole. But I don't. I don't. When has freaking Brian Cashman done anything at the trade deadline? Like made a huge splash at the trade deadline the past few years? He hasn't. Like we want him to get that. more than off-season general manager. What?
1: He's definitely more of an off-season general manager for yeah. sure.
0: Oh, he's got state- – oh, I almost he said is. Stanley
1: Cup.
2: He oh, he's got World in.
0: Series rings. Yeah, with Gene Michaels hires mostly. 2009, it's like, okay, you just bought Mark Teixeira, CC Sabathia. Don't get me wrong. That's the right thing to freaking do. Believe me, I'm happy about it. But, I mean, I don't ex-
1: – Rings are I- rings. What? Rings are rings.
0: Yeah, exactly. I Believe me, I'm going to freaking take it. You bought your World Series rings. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I don't expect Brian would. I love him to go to the Yankees. Absolutely, but I don't think Brian. I think Brian Cashman's a guy who sits on his hands the entire se- regular season. He the only moves he I can picture him making are like you know bench players. Maybe I'm sure someone's gonna comment on this. Oh, what about when he did this? Uh, I mean, I can't think of that off the top of my head right now. So. If I'm wrong, if he did make a big splash on the trade deadline, like what well, different year? Please enlighten me in the comments.
1: But you know, the, it it makes sense though because they really could use they really could use Scherzer and plug him in, not just as a fit starter, but I mean like just as a rotating piece throughout yeah. that uh, pitching. Like, just, th- look, they started off the year a little shaky, but you know everyone was panicking, panicking. If you guys are a Mets fan, I said guys, this is like they were like five and ten. And I was like, it's fifteen games. Well, like, we the did, heck are you we guys? We got swept by the
0: Tigers.
1: That hurts. Yeah, but I mean like it's, it's baseball like 100 it's not even like last year where 15 games was like a 20% of your season and you're basically out of the playoffs at that point. It's like we're back to 162 games or right, 100 I just, what is it? 100, 100 Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, to say 162, 162, but I don't yeah. know off the top but of my yeah, head. Of it is like too much panic and I think that now that they're back under the control, yeah, I that's that's a really good point. Well, the Scherzer's probably someone that the Yankees have on either like a number 2 or 3 on their to get.
0: Well, I just threw on yes, well, guys, and I'm just like, holy crap! The Yankees, just what a series against the Tampa Bay Rays! Oh my God! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't well, think you'd do it. The like, coughing's I, not COVID. I, think, I have terrible um, allergies, but oh my God, yeah, guys, you did it! You freaking did it! I got my second dose two weeks ago, but yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah. So, Dave, to answer your question, I'm gonna go with other. Cause I'm going to go Yanks.
1: You're going Yicks? I have to. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the biggest market and it's a huge
2: area that they could get some, some help in.
0: All right, Zach.
2: I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at the standings now while you guys are talking too. Some interesting names on here. I'm looking at mostly like the top two teams in each division for the American League. I, I, if I'm the Nationals, I'm not even touching the National League. Just going to, just going to go right there. Um, Guys, the Central has the White Sox and the Indians on top, and the West has the Athletics and the Astros. Fuck the Astros forever and always. With a rusty um, spoon. Dude, the athletics is interesting because we were we were just talking about the Athletics possibly leaving Oakland. Um, why not have a playoff push before you possibly exit? Just saying, you know, playoff I mean I, I would possibly consider that them rotation stay. if I could. I mean, it'll, yeah, well, let's you never know. I mean, you never know if you win a championship, you got to try it. At that point, the city's like, okay, you guys have a team worth keeping, you they know, but the Oakland, Oakland Dodgers, athletics, you know, like, haven't what? done enough They're at all. These yeah.
0: How many years after the Dodgers won their world series, did they move to Los Angeles? But anyway,
1: I don't even know if they've gotten out of it,
0: but yeah, let's be honest though. If any, if any MLB team needs a new stadium, it's Oakland. I've been there. It's pretty crappy. But anyway, Dave, is <laughs> that bad. Yeah, yeah, my, I, I said this in the last episode. I wasn't there for this, and I'm not going to mention him by name because he is a real person. My uncle once got into a fight there, but, yeah, like I said, I'm not going to go into too much detail about that. Thank you very much for the submission for the coin toss. It was very appreciated. Thank you, Dave. Yep, and final, Thank you, topic, Dave. Yep, final topic of the night. We just talked baseball. We're still going to talk baseball and some hockey. Whose career is being wasted more? Mike Trout and Shohei Otani or Connor McDavid. Well, I'm looking at you, I'm gonna Matt. go
2: right I'm gonna go first right now.
0: Okay. Matt's pondering right now. I can see in his face.
2: But Mike Trout signing his life away to the Angels was a huge mistake. And I don't feel bad for anything that happens to him here on out. If the Angels never win with Mike Trout, that's okay because he asked for it. They did it with Albert Pujols, and and you know, and I know the Phillies did that with Bryce Harper. But also Bryce, like I think the way they stretched it out year by year for him is significantly less. Uh, I'll have to look at that again. Uh, I just remembered when I when I read into his contract, I was like, okay, it's not. It's not too bad, but, you know, I hate these mega deals. But he really signed with the Angels? Are you kidding me? Team that brought him up. Whatever, man. You're going to get what you got from that. I mean, Shohei Otani, though, is one of the most fun things in sports right now. So I'm not giving up on him just yet. In fact, I'm actually hoping he saves Mike Trout's career at this point and and gets him to where I think Shohei hot take in baseball i think right now he's the he is the best player in in baseball right now absolutely i don't think anything comes close the dude is pitching like a machine he's hitting like a like a monster it, it's it, like a freak. i don't know if it's sustainable i think we've talked about this in the past but, dude he's not real he's not real and it's unbelievable the things he's doing you know he's pitching 101 miles per hour and then hitting the ball 115 miles per hour out of the field I haven't seen it. It's the closest thing to Babe Ruth. It's the closest thing to Babe Ruth in a hundred years. We've never seen anything like this in a hundred years. Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. Fact. I don't know much about Connor McDavid, so I'll let um Matt, I'll let Matt and you, Lonnie, like let like clue me in on that. Is is his career getting wasted? I mean, yes,
1: but they haven't quite. I mean, Trout's gonna be thirty soon. Trout's gonna be thirty, I think, in a couple months. So he's not quite there yet. Where it's like, okay, this is ridiculous. But I mean, he's uh, McDavid should be around 25, 26 at this point because he was drafted in 15. So yeah, he's got to be 23, 24. Um, wow. It's to the point. Here's this.
0: There's this. The Oilers have gone to the playoffs with McDavid. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think the Angels. They ever won a round. Th- yeah. Yeah. They, I think they won a round, unlike the Maple Leafs.
1: But a- the Angels have been to the playoffs once. With Trout, and it was a no. wild card series that they lost.
0: Wild card series or wild card game?
1: Uh, well, I'm sorry, because uh, um, I'm looking at... You're, you're right, I'm sorry. Not a series. It was a game. My mistake. Yeah, because yeah, I'm looking... I looked at his uh, baseball reference, and it's 2014. It was one game, and he had a batting average of .083 but yeah, in I, one game. I don't think I necessarily one necessarily...
0: Yeah, I don't necessarily think Otani saves Mike Trout's career. Because uh, as, as far as I'm concerned, Trout doesn't necessarily need... It's not necessarily that, you know, Trout's doing bad there. He's doing his job. He's still being a fucking phenomenal baseball player. Probably, some people are saying, probably the best since Babe Ruth, even. The thing is, you know, you look at headlines around the around the Anaheim... Sorry, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and they're like something like, Trout hits three home runs. Otani strikes out 10 and gets his own home run as the uh, Yankees beat the Angels 10 to Man. 4. <laughs> 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 but, like,
1: exactly. dude, look to your credit, to Zach's credit, too, because I think, yeah, Otani can be a guy who kind of comes in and revitalizes the energy of that team. Because, yeah, what he <laughs> is doing is, like you said, it's, we, we've never seen it before. We haven't because we're all we're in an era that like not even our, our parents were born in an era where they they yeah. saw a comparable yeah, I mean, play.
2: Lonnie, Lonnie, you saying like you know Mike Trout like Babe Ruth? No, no we've never seen Mike Trout throw hundred miles. That, per, oh, we don't even boy. think Babe Ruth threw hundred miles per hour. Right, like that was a hundred years ago. Like Sh- Shohei Otani is is borderline like Babe cyborg right now, just going out there doing baseball things.
0: Oh, I'm not, I'm not calling Mike Trout like new Babe Ruth. I'm just saying I've heard people say that. But, you know, I've heard of people call Otani the Japanese. Shohei
2: is actually Babe Ruth.
0: Yeah. He's reincarnated. Oh, it's his thing. But, yeah, thing. For sure. But, yeah, you look at Connor McDavid, you know, you could probably throw Leon Dryside in this category, too. They got swept Absolutely. by the Winnipeg Jets badly. And, you know, Connor McDavid is supposed to be the best player. Since Wayne Gretzky, it's, like even better than Crosby, even, but, and that's saying something. It's that? not
1: even that uh, they were uh, they got swept by the Jets. It's that like they came in, and, and I mean, albeit you know they had their 16-17 run where they beat they beat San Jose in the first round, so they did see the second round. That's something that Mike Trout has yeah. no idea what it looks like. But they got to the second round. They mm-hmm. lost a devastating game six. They were up. They were up in game six. Have a 3-2 to series lead ready to close it out. In the last five minutes of the game, they surrender three goals with the last goal coming in like the last minute in Anaheim. Corey Perry wins it in overtime and then the Ducks take game seven. So they collapsed themselves out of probably a Western Cup. Enter the following year as Cup favorites. Go nowhere. They haven't even won a playoff game. They won a playoff game uh, a year or two ago, and they haven't even won an actual, you know, real format playoff game in like three, four years. So the fact that they got there, yes, but the difference isn't by much. I mean, at this point, Connor McDavid is younger. Drysaddle is younger than Trout. I mean, Trout's at the point where, you know, if you really want that success, do you consider approaching the Angels like, hey, I'm 30 years old. I'm going to be 31. Like, send me to contender because I'm done. He could do that. He has all the leverage in the negotiations. Oh, devastate for the Angels, but I mean, if it's it's kind of hard. It's I mean, kind of tough. I did edge to edge to Trout in terms of
2: wasted potential.
0: I I agree. Yeah, guys.
2: Wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm just gonna go with this right now. Mike, are you ready for this, Lonnie? Mm-hmm. Um, Shohei Otani becomes a free agent in 2024. So if he really wants to, he can get the fuck out of there my picture Trout him going to a is National League not team. in uh he's not a free agent until 2031 2031. so that's yeah he's just gonna be in in los angeles until he decides it's too much how old am i gonna be oh my god i'll be 38 are you fucking kidding me i'll
0: be 37. Wild. Holy crap. wow all right wild
2: but yeah I that's I think I did that that, right there. that's but, dude Bryce Harper's gonna be there until I'm like thirty-seven. It'll be Harper and
1: Philly and Trout on the Angels, just like the the, the relics of a bygone era. But yeah, I
0: Stay guess Ohtani can still Stay leave. But yeah, I mean, the Angels. I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think they're the richest team in baseball, but they play in Los Angeles. I think it's safe to say they do have money. You, you mean to tell me you're not? Obviously, you're willing to spend it on generational guys like Trout and Otani, and and I guess, to an extent, Albert Pujols. You mean to tell me you can't build a contender for these guys? I mean, to get back on Connor McDavid, you know what? Now Ken Holland is their GM. Maybe he's not who he once was, considering, you know, the days of the 90s, Red Wings are over, and, you know, the, he's probably more Much more better than
1: Chiarelli, to- though. Chiarelli was a freaking clown.
0: Yeah, sure. Yeah, Chiarelli...
1: And we're forever indebted to them as Islander fans. Yeah, Thank you, you for our actual top line.
0: You got you literally got Barzell and Beauvillier <laughs> thanks to Shrong. Barzell,
1: Beauvillier, and Eberle straight up for Ryan Strom, oh who right, they later right. waived.
0: Yeah, and then Strom went to – yeah Strome The was trade is one in, for in one. Edmonton, and then, you know, we traded Ryan Spoon – the Rangers traded Ryan Spooner for him, and, you know, Strom kind of revitalized his career and, with the Rangers.
1: But really revitalized his career. Uh, sorry, what was that? Completely revitalized his yeah. career. Up until he went to the Rangers, his entire bread and butter was the one, the rookie year with the Islanders, where he had 50 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, that was it. You, you know, say what you want. Oh, he plays with Panarin. You know, he's good enough to play with Panarin. But yeah, I think Ken Holland, at the very least, will make, you know, the Oilers a competent enough organization to, uh, you know, look at the playoffs. I think, at the very least, they will get to a conference final. be a playoff team. Yeah, at that point, at the very least, they'll get to a conference finals with McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like, Holland went into this... I think he said in the press conference, like, yeah, I wasn't going to throw it all in on this one year. So, yeah, Holland's a smart guy. He built the dynasty Red Wings of the late 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Trout. His career's being wasted more. And, uh, yeah, who knows if he'll... He might go down as the best player since maybe Ted Williams to never win a world series. So unless there's other guys in (laughs) there that I can't think of off the top of my head. So
2: no, he's that good of a hitter. It's just Shohei Otani is actually like Babe Ruth. We were calling Babe Ruth the greatest player of all time because he pitched and hit. Well, like take that and just double both. Like, you know, he's hitting just as hard as Bayruth and probably I mean, I'm not I wasn't there to watch Bayruth pitch, but I guarantee you he wasn't throwing a hundred and two mile per hour seeds. Like I it, it, he's he's breaking the game. It's it's unreal what he's doing. It, he's and- a year younger than me.
1: Oh Tony, all, all he needs to do is eat hot dogs in between innings. <laughs> but anyway, I think I'm sure that's. Keeping for, I'm tourkeeping sure for a tournament on the Labor Day weekend, and one of the team's name are literally just Wieners W E E N E R Z. Like, supposed... and their, their mascot is a wiener dog between yes. a bun. It's yes, awesome.
0: I love it.
2: I, <laughs>
0: I love Dachshunds. <laughs> Where, yeah, where's this team out of? Big Red.
1: No, they're 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 a they're a, uh, they're a men's league team. So out of Jersey, uh, Floyd Hall oh, beer I, league oh. men's
0: league team. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 I think that's
2: oh a, yeah, real legit.
0: I think that's a good note shout out to uh, the
1: goaltender of that team. Actually, if you guys follow the Stably Cup uh, meme page, it's that guy.
0: Okay, I'll have to check Stably then. Have to that. Stably
1: Cup. S T A B L E Y Cap. Oh, Stably Cap. Stably it's kind of, it's cap. a parody of like yeah they've they've been he's been active for years. It's hilarious. He literally just does Microsoft Paint like meme drawings. It's hysterical.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the Rangers are <laughs> called the Raggers. I don't know what the Islanders and Devils are called. They're,
1: they're like I like E Y E Islanders with they're like a U R Z. Oh, it's hilarious.
0: All right, I think that's a good note to <laughs> edit on. Alright, Great show tonight, uh, guys. Yeah, we, we had a we had
1: a solid. We had a solid hour here. Let me see. We got a thick. Ooh, we got a thick hour
2: 15.
0: Ooh, thick with two C's.
1: Oh
2: yeah. yeah. I'm going to come through that. Dude, you Is got you, got, you got a you got a bite of me saying I want to eat wieners. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. I'm literally I'll make that like literally the last thing in the video. Like it's at the tail end. It's for the loyal subscribers. Loyal followers. <laughs> maybe maybe
0: we maybe we get a Patreon we could add that on. But anyway. Well, we haven't reached that popular yet. But anyway, thanks guys for coming on. Thank you, listeners, for listening to this. If you made it this far, be sure to follow us on all our social media. Platforms on Facebook, Fat Unathletic Nerds talking sports, and on Instagram oh, on. and Twitter it's at Twitter, Funs podcast, Instagram, at Face, Instagram and Twitter at Funds Podcast, and be sure to su- subscribe to us on wherever you get your podcast. This is Jackknife alongside the Zach Daniels and Big Red. Have a wonderful night, everyone.
2: Is that what he does, dude? I, I no, gotta Babe get Ruth on that hot dog it. diet Babe
0: Ruth, then. Babe Ruth. Did it. No, Babe Ruth was a well, old dude, show Iotani
2: or Babe Ruth. I'm gonna get on that hot dog diet. Give me them wieners. No, no,
0: anyway.
2: Don't don't put this in the show, please.